Hello and welcome to the Dust Nostalgia Podcast, episode 12. As usual, I'm your host, Anatoly, and tonight I have another very special guest here via the magic of the internet for your listening pleasure. Young lady, please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Natalie Uhas, also known as Rizalka. Um, I used to Let's Play and now I'm sort of trying to get into game design. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Oh, pleasure to have you. Well, before we reveal, I said reveal. It's it's on the uh, it's written on the, <laughs> website, on the website. But before we we reveal our topic, can you tell us what was your first experience with a uh, you know IBM PC or compatible? All right. Well, it was my seventh birthday. My dad said I'm buying a computer, and I remember so clearly being in the room that we were cleaning up to be the computer room, wearing a white dress, <laughs> saying. Oh my god, this is going to be amazing. And then that night we played Seventh Guest, the entire family, all together, and finished it. Wow, really? Yes. That's pretty impressive. I'm uh, not, not going to lie. The microscope puzzle? The microscope puzzle, no one else in the family could solve. I just said, can I have a go? And I got it through on my first try. Holy crap. I'm like an idiot savant of a seven-year-old. I wish I was still that smart. That's pretty impressive. I don't think I can finish a seven-guest on my own. Nor do I have any desire to, but uh, (laughs) that's a whole different story. All right, let's move on from me hating on on early puzzle adventures and move on to our topic. Well, actually, before we start on our topic, I would like to give some historical background for, for people who might be younger. All right, let's do that. So, back in back in the day, uh, when there was no internet <laughs> and uh, there were no video streaming services or anything else for that matter, you know, right now kids are really really lucky because porn is flowing free throughout the oh, yeah. throughout the world wide web. Well, back in the day, that was not the case, and because of that, there was no maiden fuck. No. There was no maiden. And uh, yeah, so back in the day, those there were really very few occasions where where you could see some sort of a nudity or or whatever uh, on your computer. So we are here to discuss pretty much that era uh, and how it pertains to to games. And before we start, I also would like to say that we're not going to be discussing things like. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry and and the likes because they're they're not essentially not they're they're not porn games they're not uh, no, just, they are they are the gateway drug though in yeah, terms of these I guess but at the same time uh, like I mean all of it yeah. is is rather innocent you know like just just a bunch of corny jokes and just sort of you know a lot of winking and and just it's yeah. it's 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 not it's not what this topic is about also if you have if you listen to this and there's uh, there uh, any children. Or sensitive family members around, please, please get them out of the room. <laughs> Although, like that being said, you and I both had very early introduction to these style of games. Like, as much as we're not talking about Legend of Larry, I did steal that game from a multi pack when oh, right, I was right. eight. Hmm. So that is that's how I got into it. <laughs> no, I played Legend of Larry freely. Uh, with, that was that was never like an issue. Uh, for me, I used so. to play Legend Suit Larry one at like sleepover parties with in groups of girls. Mm-hmm. We would just replay the uh, the phone call. Thing. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Who could come up with the best bad list? The best one. So is that you were the winner, and that's what you carried for the rest of your life? 
Yeah, that's how Ubu the Clown came about. Yours is pretty creative, not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, Okay, so DOS, porn games, uh, all kinds of just uh, uh, sort of more than jokes. Like, we're not going to look at things that are jokey. We're going to look at things that are maybe not exactly porn, but more, you know, uh, less, I guess, less games and, mo- and more just titillation, as uh, uh, I guess is what we're aiming at. So all those products. And those, uh, I would still, I would say all those things still exist. Those are those are well preserved on the internet, right? Isn't that funny? Yeah. How a lot of games have disappeared into into just complete obscurity. Good games, nonetheless, or just very interesting games. But porn games, due to their nature, have been well preserved. Even the the, the shittiest of, of porn yeah. games have been very well preserved online. So thank, I guess, thank goodness for that in 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 one way or or another. So um, where do we start? Oh right, well, I I think probably. In terms of because I'm from Australia and like we didn't have internet for a long long mm-hmm. time. Like I remember having to go to one of my dad's friends, uh, work friends' place to actually download a walkthrough of Laura Bow Two because we were stuck in the last chapter. But um, which I still actually have the printout of. I, I preserved it for all time. It is my first experience with the internet. Um, but when I went to high school at an all-girls high school, we had free internet. Like, we had free internet there. Mm-hmm. So I was part of the laptop class. So I would actually stay after school and just troll through shareware uh, websites and, like, home of the underdogs. And I started accruing all these, you know, really old-looking... Um, uh, porn games because I was like, well, I like Leisure Suit Larry. I've already given Leisure Suit Larry to every single girl in our class. Let's see what else I could find and pass on. <laughs> All right. So, what was what were the first titles you've di- you've discovered? Uh, well, it would probably be the Interactive Girls Club. Yeah, right. Uh, that seems to be the thing around that sort of time. Yeah, and, and to so... me, it's it's like a very sort of personal kind of kind of thing because like i i still as as much as much as i like you know uh kind of uh you know i sort of look down on many of those games i still have a good laugh at the, at the interactive yeah. girls club games i can't hate on them <laughs> just just well, because they, yeah in a way they kind of they kind of really are the precursor to the meet and fuck games i have a feeling that if you ask the people that came up with meet and fuck You'd say, right? Yeah, I play the interactive girls club. Well, even even like a, uh, in, in Russia in like late nineties, early two thousands, they they became those. They started making those. Um, it was one of the big publishers started making those sort of dating uh, game simulators, and they were striking. They were all FMV to us, so they were strikingly similar yeah. to interactive girls club. So I would say yes, they are like the real precursor. Uh, one of them. So why don't we just? Uh, uh, go over those briefly. In fact, I, I do not know the order that they have been released, but I think I can guess the order that the, they have been released in. And it's actually a very uh, interesting thing because it was a British company, right? Mm. Interactive yeah. Girls Club. They released uh, a few games within pretty short time span. They look like they're all from around the same period. They are. They, they are. They actually get, because they got shut down very quickly. Um, uh, th- that's what happens. Apparently, apparently, what happened uh, is that company didn't, uh, due to the nature of their product, didn't comply uh, with some kind of British regulations, and they were essentially shut down um, yeah. to, to never be heard again. But the idea is that they 
uh, well, uh, let's let's get the first one out of the way because I f- I'm pretty sure the first release ever is also the most useless title title of theirs, which is called Adult Cameraman. Uh, yeah, that would make and sense. And that one is just bizarre. The releases of those games were so rare, but they were so widely pirated that now it's really hard to track down what came bundled with what. But uh, I think Adult Cameraman was was bundled with like this game called Foreplay. Oh, yeah, I, I, I even think it's the same girl too. I'm not too sure, uh, uh, but yeah, foreplay is really easy. You have a picture of a girl. You have to click on her body parts uh, in the. You have to correct, guess. You know, you have to guess the order. And if you guess the order correctly, there's like a temperature meter that that rises, and the the more it rises, uh, uh, the more clothes she takes off. And that game is over in about two minutes. Yeah, and uh, that's it. And adult cameraman is even more stupid. You pick, I think, three pictures of the girls of the same girl, and you you pick up like the you pick out the videotape. You have like I think several safe slots, yeah. and then you have an ability with your mouse to move around that image and zoom in and out. And by zooming in and out, I. Uh, uh, for people not familiar, like imagine how zooming in and out on like a hundred by like hundred and twenty picture was in in nineteen ninety three. Uh, it was not pretty. No, not at all. And your movements would be recorded, and you can play them back for some reason. Um, it makes no sense. It's just <laughs> baffling. Uh, but uh, I guess it was enough for them to release it because it led to a small string of the uh, v- very memorable. Oh, yeah. uh, sort of simulators, I guess. Uh, which I think the first one was probably Vida, right? Because it's it's the yeah. simplest one and actually doesn't even have the subtitle. It, I think it's just called Vida X. Yeah, I, I Vida is actually my favorite out of the out of the collection. Really? Yeah, I don't. I, they just so, either it's the fact that she's a redhead or just that she's so trusting. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? Like the. It's weird. Basically, what you have is you have those digitized. They have they wrote this, their own engine, which is kind of like a presentation software, basically, where you would have interactive parts on the screen, either like dialogue choices or items that you could click on, while the sort of uh, uh, digitized uh, pictures and animations played out. Very little animation, more just you know, s- uh, sort of changes uh, in in backgrounds and pictures. And they got those uh, British uh, models to actually be in those games. Uh, mm. Of which I, I I mean Joe Guest was was pretty big uh, around that yeah. time. She was the she actual was. famous one. I'm sure the other ones were famous too, but I, I've never never seen them or heard of them before. But I I heard of Joe Guest. But the story of that game is you meet the woman in the restaurant, you get her drunk, um, mm. you pretend to be a, a, photographer. a photographer while you are actually like a secret agent of some sort, and that's pretty much where the game ends. <laughs> and, and in a way, she's actually kind of like. Out of the three of them, it's the most likely situation that would actually happen, I would say. Yes, she seems to be the most human, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is, I guess, true. It is, like a, 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 a actually drunk, horny human being. Um, versus, I don't even know what's the, what's going on. Well, Teresa is just like a nutcase and... Uh, <laughs> Joe Guest in, in in Joe Guest there's even like it's a plot point that she has like a personality split which is really weird. Um but yeah that's that is it you you get a girl drunk and uh you know and the game ends 
like you have yeah. some you have some nudity you just take pictures and you, as long as you you know you, all you have to do is just select the right thing at the right time if you select the wrong thing in vita that usually almost instantly leads to game over sometimes in those games you either in later games you actually have a chance to either back out or just yeah. not you know still progress while not having like such a succession rate but in vita basically wrong move means you're done which makes it also really easy to play because you just keep replaying it until you're done. Yeah, so I don't know. and actually, in a way, that's actually quite lifelike because most of the time, once a woman writes you off, that's it. She's that pretty much it, it. Like in a you know one night stand situation, maybe like in the overall scheme, there may be yeah. some redemption. But I guess just... yeah, that, that is a good point. Yeah, Vita does seem to be the most uh, human of the bunch. Uh, anything else you want to add about that one? Not really. Yeah, that's it. So I, I guess I like her dress. There we go. I like yeah. her dress. So do I. I guess I like her choice of music. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And champagne. Yes. So then we're moving on to the second bigger title called uh, Teresa, the house guest. Oh, how I hated this one. It's the most devious out of the bunch because it's kind of difficult. To... Yeah, you're right. She's she's a cocktease. All she does is just like I'm in sexy positions and I'm touching my. Yes, that corner. literally happens within like the first minute of the game. Yeah, and then she's like half naked, like two minutes into the game. But then there's this bit where you have to select three presents for her, and the choices are like chocolate, love balls, a vibrator, a furry bra. What else? Uh, and there was also lingerie uh, the, and yeah, some, something. Handcuffs. Yeah, like something like really stupid. It's really weird because you have to, if you want to go for maximum score, you actually have to pick the three right ones. And then there, there's there's a few times in the game where the game actually like you know specifically tries to 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 prevent you from winning. And there's also this added element of an alarm clock for no reason whatsoever. Uh, but there is, I'm not gonna lie, there's a lot of, there's a lot of nudity in that game. Like, that's, yeah. that's, like, right, right from the, right out of the gate, there's just, like, almost, like, including the fact that, so the story of that game, right? What is this, let's, let's fig- try to figure out the story of that game. So this girl who, that man and that girl apparently know each other somehow, right? So, and yeah. she came over to stay over for reasons unknown, but she has, like, a big bag with her. And yeah. the fur, and the fur coat. A uh, very nice fur coat. She likes erotic books and erotic movies. And like w- within like a thirty seconds, you looking up her skirt. But then she's yeah. like, "What are you doing? Oh no!" Well, yeah. Oh. It, it almost seems to me like she's a prostitute on a day off. It's I guess, but like, and then yeah, like she instantly like she starts sleeping naked in your own bed. In your bed, yes. It uh, well, you they make it a point that you were sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Uh, but still, you come to wake her up and she is like, oh, look, I'm naked and no big deal. And you bring her like breakfast, which is like, I forget what you bring her. She like spills it on herself and then she comes out and you give her the presents. Uh, and if you bought yeah. her the right presents or at least two of the right presents or maybe even one, I think it's two, uh, you get the happy ending, which is like a big close up. Uh, and, um, that's the end of that, and then you have the actual score measuring where they tell you, while they show you the score with this uh, animated uh, uh, penis with a face, they also tell you that, you know, AIDS, AIDS is no joke. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. Very subtle. I, I, I totally didn't just giggle. Yeah, it's uh, that game is weird. Like, not gonna lie, Therese is the one that took me the longest to finish just because it 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 deliberate it deliberately misdirects you. Yeah. Quite a few well, times. Because really. If if you if a woman comes, I'm not gonna give you all life advice, but there there that the positions anything that she does in that is at least a permission to continue the potential discussion that something's gonna happen. Right. Yes. It's 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 a really like that's a very they put you in a very unrealistic situation yeah. uh, uh, to then like almost immediately start shutting you down on everything. It's 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 kind of it's it's really weird. But uh, but uh, as the years went by, well, not really years, but like I have learned how to beat that game with a hundred percent completion. So I feel proud of myself. Ah. Kind of, and it also I think it also has the best animation and uh, probably the most diverse gameplay. I guess unless you count the third one. <laughs> And yeah. so, and yeah, I guess, is there anything else you want to add? No. Nah, so we're going to move on to, to the last uh, Interactive Girls release, which was... Uh, uh, Joe the, Guest in the Milkman. The Milkman Rounds. Uh, uh, Milkman Rounds. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, just Joe Guest in the Milkman sounds weird. Yeah, <laughs> and st- starring John Guest. And um, there's, uh, I guess, the last game in, in the so-called trilogy, which I think it tells you, by some references in the game, you can realize that you're the same person, so you have been demoted somehow from from, from a secret agent to, to a milkman. Oh, no, it's just a covert operation. Uh, I guess, but... And the gameplay is this. You're given a choice of streets, days, and the amount of bottles of milk that you're going to deliver. You can pick all those parameters, and then you present it with a house, and if you pick the right one, something happens, and if you pick the wrong one, uh, nothing happens. Now, uh, half of those parameters mean absolutely nothing. Uh, You just have to match up the street with the day, and um, find out which houses have somebody, and... um, on the most obvious, they, they have like a little misdirect. There's a customer called Joe Guest, I think, or just Joe. Yeah. Uh, where you show up at that house, you uh, she shows up in like a... Uh, is it like a leather outfit or something like that? She's supposed to be like a... I don't know, like a diamond thief. I don't even know what the story is at that point. And yeah. she invites you in. She shows you like a little bit uh, of herself and then apparently just like whacks you over the head and... Uh, that's it, and you just start off with a with a main with a main menu. Um, but if you picked uh, the right uh, house, which is I think is K Nix, um, yeah, and you show up there, you get like a really weird, disturbing piece of dialogue. Uh, Joe shows up in a robe, uh, and like she starts taking um, what should we call it? The just a pieces of her clothing and you presented that's like a i'm trying to build up to my favorite joke in the series we all know what that is but it's like i still laugh at it to this day because you were presented with an option of what to take off and at this point you can't actually unlike in Teresa or in vita you can't actually lose because clicking on the wrong thing just kind of she just goes nope or like try something else like why didn't you like why rush for like if you tried to take off your pants you're like why why rush just take off your socks so that game is actually very forgiving um uh, you well, just, it's kind of hard actually getting to, to figure it. out. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. figure out which ones which. You basically you have to try all the combinations until you you hit on only those those two. There's only two right choices that you can make, 
and there's plenty yeah. of options. So you have to trial a combination until you get them. But once you get there, it's impossible to lose. Um, and so you're, you're, you're given an option. Uh, there's like a little picture of you, the milkman, with a hat and, and everything. Uh, and clicking on things, you remove your uh, articles of clothing. And once you get to your like boxers and you remove them, there's like a little... A little what do we call text that box. there's like a text box that like a sensor in text box that 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 appears over that picture that says look at your own which, look at your own which i think is fucking hilarious <laughs> i laugh about it and i do and um that's pretty much the end of that game which actually comes packaged with two bonuses Oh yeah, because one of them is the uh, the shaving the shaving mini game, the infamous shaving mini game where uh, you just help Joe guests shave. Uh, if you've never actually, dear listeners, if you've never seen those games, download them. Nobody's gonna sue you. Uh, check it out. Those were those were the, those were the days. Um, For a second there, I thought you were about to say, but dear listeners, if you've never shaved a woman before. <laughs> oh, dear listeners, if you've never shaved a woman before, that would be a good starting point. I'm not going to lie. Um, so, but it's 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 bizarre. I want to know what was going on at those meetings at, at Interactive Girls Club, that those were the bonuses. Like the adult cameraman. I have a feeling that the person who came up with adult cameraman probably came up with the shaving mini game because they both make no sense. And yeah. it also comes packaged with uh, like a, a digital magazine erotic bite where there's three women that you can pick and you just see the slideshow and they're like, we'll be in the next game. Like call Interactive <laughs> Girls Club and ask for whichever one of us you want to be in the next game. And ironically, that never happened. Like for the last game, they went all out. Like a big adventure, like gorgeous graphics, animation and everything and jokes and impossible to lose a bonus mini game and a sort of like animated advertisement and that's when they got canned and uh, that was the end of Interactive Girls Club. Yeah, it was probably even just the fact that Joe Guest was so, you know, popular and well-known that someone went, hang on a minute, what are these? Yeah, probably, right? I mean, uh, I, there was like a, there was supposed to be a sequel. Like, I, I read up that they really wanted to do a sequel or something. And some, in some places you read and it even says it exists, but it does not exist. Um, so that's that. I know a lot of people out there play, actually played those games. Cause when I, when I like sheepishly posted a few screenshots or whatever, like a few, few months ago, I actually got some, I got pretty vocal reactions. So, yeah. uh, if you played any of those games, leave us a comment saying which one was your favorite or which ones you've hated, or uh, if you finished them all, if you finished none of them. Uh, and hey, see. which one of them would you bang in real life? I don't know. Let's There's make that. It a, yes, let's do this. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, bang, kill, and marry. Uh, uh, <laughs> which one? Give give me that. Give me that combo in the comments. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a bit difficult for me because even though I like playing these games, I am I am straight. Well, I, I would I, like I don't I don't know. Um, I I also wouldn't want to make that conversation because the because all of them seems to be quite a, with the exception of Vita, they all seem to be quite psychotic. So <laughs> I don't even know. I, like like I would be. I would, yeah, I would bang and 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 marry Vita, and then I would kill both the other. Two. Yeah, pretty much right. Because yeah. One of them clearly has to get institutionalized, and the, the, <laughs> Teresa, you just don't want to do anything with, because it's like, my life is so confusing now. Um, yeah, yeah, imagine marrying her and then being oh, like... Oh, yeah, I don't oh, even know. Yeah. I, I, all right, so um, 
Everybody played those. I guess that's the ones most people will be familiar with. But uh, what else have you discovered? Well, all right. From the um, list of things that we were looking at mm-hmm. um, that I went, oh, I haven't actually played that before. One of them was Sex. Oh, God, yes. So I actually downloaded this back in the day, but I could not get it to work. I don't know if it's just like the fact that I was trying to get it to run on Windows 95 DOS, but could it be. just would not start. Um, so I only opened it up the other day. I do know that there is one of one of the really early meet and fuck games is actually a direct copy of it, hmm. but like in terms of like what actually happens. But the sound effects have to be the funniest thing I've ever heard in this game. So like basically, it's just a basic sim- um, sex simulator. Like there's you know, uh, do me, um, suck me. Uh, What's one of the other ones? Backdoor. Oh, who the knows? There's some, there's some fingering going on. It's been a while since I. Oh, the finger bang! That was the yes. last one. And it's basically what happens. You select, you select a tool, and you have a mouse, and you just move the mouse back and forth as images on the screen animate in those really weird amateurish way. Yeah. But it is high, high resolution, and it has apparently hilarious. Uh, Sound Blaster support, which now quite a few people brought up to me, but I actually have never played the game with the, with the sound, so I don't know. But I am I am going to now. Yeah, basically, like they're, they're so compressed that half the time the woman sounds like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, like you hear the guy going oh, and then she goes ah that's pretty funny I am going to try that out but uh, the reason oh, do me. <laughs> the, the reason why that game stuck around I guess is because it's kind of claim to fame is that it was allegedly uh, designed and programmed by Team Sweeney of Epic Games yes Team Sweeney yeah. of, uh, of uh, Unreal and Gears of War fame uh, to this day this has not been confirmed there is also some evidence that the gay version of this game was also in production at one point. Um, and there's a hilarious ad at the end of it, I think. Did you read the ad where it like promises that the next version is going to be like 3D virtual reality? Yeah. And there's some yeah. steamy description. I haven't played this game in years, but like I still remember like how like a, how steamy the, the proposed sequel was supposed yeah. to be. Well, that never happened. Thank God. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah. But, uh, there was one bit that I was actually I actually found myself quite impressed with was that the uh, the vibrator one was that if you did put the vibrator in her her, her boobs would jiggle. Oh yes, like, yes, yes. I mean the animation yeah. is is I guess nice all things considered, but most of the time it just looks like it's the I mean it's high resolution and everything, and there's like a lot of frames and animation I guess in the limited interaction that there is, but the the figures themselves kind of resemble what like a uh, a teenager would would draw, uh, yeah, in in the back <laughs> in the back of the book, but not like me. Like I, I I'm incapable of drawing, so I would like I I would draw stick figures, but no, not like that. But it's still it's still far from 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 being even remotely professional. The the cunning Lingus one's kind of hilarious in a way because he's just a disembodied head. Yes. Like, like <laughs> well, every everything is disembodied. You... Like it's disembodied penis, disembodied like hand. Uh, at least that's what I recall. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, just because, like, if you don't, like, fully go in for the full motion, it just looks like he's going, like, I'm talking to your vagina. Oh, that's right, because he opens his mouth, right? It's like, that's uh, yeah. that's uh, the animation that plays out. Uh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Alright, so there there's that one. If you if you have played this one, let us know what you thought about it. We we will we will not judge you. I swear. Uh, you do have um on this list uh romantic encounters in the dome, but I think we should talk about those maybe a little bit later in terms of also the other games that All I right. tried fine. out. Make well, them like a, a three threesome of Right, okay, that's fine. Uh, well, you know what, let's then get certain things like out of the way. One thing that was very common around that time, because the shareware scene was blooming and apparently it was not hard to do, is various variants of like uh, other games, like puzzle and, adv- and uh, action games that just had, um, you know, just had tits in them. And uh, yeah. uh, some of them were pretty big. Like, I remember one... Um, uh, uh, Sexonics, which was basically Xonix, oh, yeah. which is also itself is a is a clone of Quicks, and it's a game where you just uh, like what's that arcade game, uh, Wallfeed, uh, where uh, oh, yeah, yeah. where you just cut out pieces. You know, it's it's a it's a cool arcade game, but it just replaced the backgrounds with with naked girls. And the same thing with Porn Pipe, which is you know Pipe Mania. With yeah. um, Sextris, same thing in the backgrounds. Uh, Soko Sex was like a, a soccer band with uh, with with nudity. Um, Bomb Axe, not very famous, but Bomberman with uh, with nudity. Actually, pretty where you play as different sort of. Uh, there's like a penis, and uh, it, it, instead of the Bomberman, one that one is actually really interesting, very cartoony, and actually a good clone of the game. Very humorous. Uh, I would actually recommend looking yeah. that a lot. That one up. Not a lot of people have it because it's not very porny. And uh, I think X-Rock, uh, which was designed by either Japanese or some uh, other Asian company, uh, basically uh, Tetris with nudity, but it wasn't Tetris. Uh, I don't no, know. No, it, it's, um, I'm trying to think what the game's called. Oh, there is uh, an actual game? Because I always thought it was like a unique concept, but I guess it's not. Yeah. Um, no, it's, um, I'm trying to think. So it's, a, it's actually not quite the same variant, but there's, I'm trying to think, there's, uh, it's called Mean Bean Machine, it's got a oh, couple okay. of different versions. So basically, like it's just uh, it's Connect Four, basically. Mm-hmm, but when I when I say I don't mean like Connect Four, like right, the um, right. like the, the board game. I mean like you have to connect four things together right. that are the same color. Well, that well, clear. Yeah, you get those uh, sort of X shapes of uh, of uh, like five balls of different color, and they drop Tetris yeah. style. And you connect four, and they clear out. So there's that. Uh, but the one I played the most of those sort of varieties, none of those games are really, they don't really deserve attention because they're just cheap yeah. grabs and most of those just like the, the pictures were scanned from some kind of magazine and uh, <laughs> put in as backgrounds that would reveal itself. Nothing nothing clever, nothing interesting really. But um, Image Lines Porntress was the one that I've played mostly because it, as you've played uh, on the right side of the screen, the more lines you cleared, um, an anim like a GIF style animated multi-panel porn clip would actually reveal itself in a very sort of distracting way. Uh, uh, yeah. It's uh, it was sort of weird because 
to, in order to win, you you had to concentrate on the playing field because it's Tetris, and you know Tetris can get quite quite intense, and the speed actually doubled each each, each time. So by the last level, it was pretty pretty hardcore, even Tetris wise. Yeah. And I'm pretty good at Tetris. Um, yeah, so was. But because the motion was kind of, uh, how would I put it, like jarring, there would like be yeah. a, a delay between between the frames, between like the the full loop, like there would be like a few frames of a loop, and it would stop and it would resume. It would catch your eye at least mine i have maybe it's because i have like really bad add but like it's like it would it <laughs> I, like you would and the, the interest was there because like starting level two there's like this big sort of image and as it starts getting revealed by only a few lines you keep looking at it and like you know there's some bodies involved there but you're not quite sure what's going on until you reveal <laughs> more so it was very distracting from from tetris and um, but i was always impressed uh, that there was some animated, uh, uh, animated actual porn. Uh, d- let me tell you, that's one of those games that did not, did not really trick you in any way. It was called Porntress, and it's exactly what it was. Um, and yeah. yeah, and I'm also still to this day surprised by, by the explicitness of some of those clips. I mean, like, oh yeah, like right like in the that, first like, screen, like there's like a, a gangbang going on, and uh, yeah, they were pretty much every single one of them was like a gangbang. There was even yes, one. Yes, well, it was the like, second uh, second level, it's like dude and the girl doing the girl with, with the strap on, and I was just like, no, well that that that's level three. Is I know three? this because I played it the other day. <laughs> yeah, all right, well, whatever. It's all getting mixed up in my head, but I do remember the images because I was like, for my young impressionable mind, it was it was pretty bizarre, like how explicit those those clips were. So. Thumbs up uh, yeah. f- for Porntress. Good, good on image line. It looked good. It played well. Uh, it's a good Tetris clone. And uh, n- not only was animated porn, but there was also, you know, like a different girl in the background each time as well. Oh, so, the, Although I did, I did, I did really, uh, I, I laughed when I saw, I think it's the last one where it's actually got the, the I can't remember the name of the company, but their logo in the background. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, so obviously they've recorded this themselves and then said, how can we give this to people? Let's make a game. <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh, pretty pretty interesting. So um, there is that one. Any more like that 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 you know of? Well, I would almost in a way include the strip poker games into this. Oh yeah, uh, just like they're all different variants on uh, play a game, get get a reward. Yeah, I guess I, I never cared. I, uh, I I it's probably a good time for me to say that. Uh, even though I was excited by the by the prospect of of nudity in games, uh, still not excited enough to learn how to play poker. Still to this day, I don't <laughs> I don't know how to do this. So needless to say, I was shit at those games, and I don't care about them. But there were certainly a lot of strip poker games. Yeah, for, for that's us. actually how I learned how to play strip poker. So. Well, I mean, good on you, but I, I wasn't yeah. going to bother. I, I'm just also I'm not a very gambling person to begin with, so maybe that's really. Uh, what kept me away from it but i just didn't want to learn how to play poker uh, but i knew i always saw those games there's plenty of it was with like all kinds of crazy numbers one two three four there's quite a lot of um variants also you know just digit for the most part digitized pictures uh not yeah. even not even animated uh but one really stands out we were talking about this earlier teenage queen yes teenage queen by a french company that became known as cryo interactive um so i think it was around the same time that they released uh i think it was around the same time as they released the uh the the chamber of psi mutant priestess that came out and uh it's a weird it's a strip poker game but 
it's like a comic booky animated one. Yeah. That sets it apart, I guess. But I also have not played it. Anything else is is uh, interesting about it besides stylistic choices? Not from the various var- variations, but I will include uh, a honorary mention to a game called Sex Capades, uh, which is actually like a board game simulator. Mm-hmm. Which you're supposed to play in a, like a group of two to eight people, and I'm just saying, if you manage to play this game with eight people, they all have to be really <laughs> you got some into each up other. Friends, <laughs> like you're not friends. You're saying who gets to do what first. <laughs> uh huh. So go on. Okay, so basically, you don't even. There's no real skill in the game. the The game just plays it out for itself and. Like, occasionally says things like, you know, oh, uh, bitch, why don't you, um, lick that guy's shoulder? Uh-huh. And, like, you know, so it's just basically, like, a, like a dare, daring game. Except the fact that, uh, even though, like, all the suggestions that they've been making have been kind of, you know, very placid, we never, like, you know, I played this the other day with uh, a friend of mine. Uh, a gay friend of mine, so I don't know why we picked that we were lesbians, but um, we uh, we played it and like we never found anything bigger than you know lick this person's ear. Uh-huh. But the film clips that play during these moments are all really graphic. Like you know, like you're telling me to kiss this person on the mouth, and yet the the image that's going with it is a boob bouncing against a vagina. Come on, man. <laughs> And, like, just underneath it, it says, You can't do this yet, but you will. That's pretty funny. Actually, I have never uh, played that title, and I will check it out at some point in the future, because I'm actually surprised I missed that one somehow. Yeah, and uh, the the majority of the clips for the the ladies, in in any case, it's actually, like, they're obviously ripped from some VHS porn, um... But it seems to be these two older ladies as well. It's not even like there's a couple of younger ladies, but these women keep coming back in in various different positions and scenarios. That it just, just makes me laugh. Maybe I won't look uh, it up. <laughs> well, I I didn't I didn't check out the other sexualities. So. <laughs> All right. So what else? Uh, have you ever played the Doctor Ruth? game of good sex no i have not again like uh, that early on i even had trouble with interactive girls club because of the language barrier uh Mm. that was like like most of my even very close to my adventure game experiences like i would play these games well adventure games i would mostly play by by myself but these games like especially interactive girls club games I, i would play with my friends with like a giant dictionary on my lap (laughs) <laughs> uh, try to translate this word, which obviously, is, if you if if you can't tell from the vocabulary of those games, would not really help me much. No. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty difficult. So, needless to say, all of those sort of like uh, if you played many like sort of text based uh, like early like uh, you know like eighties nineties well I guess eighties mostly porn games, please go ahead because my experiences with them are are very very limited. Yeah. So. Dr. Ruth's game of good sex, actually, it's more of a quiz. So it's you and another person where, like, you, the two of you have to, you know, see which one of you knows more about sex. Except it doesn't really seem to be all that kinky. It's more about, like, how the body works 
And actually, in a way, it's very up-to-date, except it got, like, you know, things about the clitoris wrong. But, you know, they didn't really discover a whole heap of things about that until, you know, the recent years. Right. So it's, yeah. By the way, it's a honeycomb. It runs out throughout the entire vagina. I've seen um, that documentary, I think. Mostly Dr. Ruth's game, you know, it's still statistically correct. It kind of, you know, helps you work out. I don't know if it helps you work that out, but it's just sort of like, you know, if you get it wrong, it at least explains why you got it wrong. Um, so, like, they're just, like, general, like, health questions, like, you know, uh, orgasms do not cut down your life expectancy. <laughs> okay. So, but there, there, there's you. a couple of, like, you know, like, situational things, like, you know, you bought lingerie for your wife and she refuses to wear it. What do you do with the lingerie? And like, it's got like four answers, and like, is one of those choices? Please tell me one of the choices. Put them on. Yes. Yes. Awesome. That's the one I went with, and they said no. That's not what you're supposed to do. What? That's what I thought you were supposed to do. That'd be my go-to. That's my go-to. That is still my go-to. I didn't care what Doctor Ruth says. Yeah, fuck Doctor Ruth. Um, but. Like, her, her thing was like, no, just put it in her drawer and then maybe she'll see it one day and be inspired. Oh, okay. Yeah, I Which, see Which, you know, I, I, guess, I guess that could happen, but... I see Dr. You know, Ruth breaking... is pretty repressed, from what I can tell. Yeah, but putting it on, you know, kind of breaks down the, the, uh, the you know, if I'm willing to wear it, why aren't you? So, it what that reminded me of was there's a section of a game called Romantic Encounters at the Dome. Mm-hmm in 1988 that they had a puzzle like a quiz section as well mm-hmm. but I, I never got that right did you ever get it right no again my experience with it, I haven't really played Romantic Encounters at the Dome that much maybe I okay. should now that I can that I actually can yeah. play it but if you feel and like you can, if you feel like you talking about that game you should you can find out what a misery of woe it is yeah I've read the I've read Richard Cobbett's crap shit on it so uh, yeah and and that doesn't even cover, like, the full grimness of the entire situation. All right, so go ahead. Okay, so Romantic Encounters at the Dome. Uh, actually, I'm told the Amiga one actually kind of looks pretty, like it's got graphics in it, but I oh, played really? the DOS version, so it's mm. just text. Well, it's, it's also very early text. on. Let's let's not yeah, forget it, it that that game came out in 88, yes, yeah, so it's pretty old. That's why I was... Yeah, that's why I was kind of surprised when I found out the Amiga one had, like, images, and I was like, well, those actually look decent hmm. um, but in any case you enter the dome apparently it's this place that anything sexually can happen you've just got to meet someone and make something happen all your dreams will come true uh, but generally what you want to do when you get in there is get into the elevator and go up to the bar level but the, the thing the most annoying thing is that every time you go into the elevator you, your, your character goes there's no button how do I hit the button? So, like, every single time, you have to go through this eight-response thing of not being able to use the freaking elevator, then suddenly go, I just have to speak the level. There is no skipping for it. But probably that's the reason why, when you actually start the game, it actually says God Mode so that you can jump to different places straight away. It, it's probably like, we know this is difficult. If you just want to get into a scenario, just get there. But you go up to this bar level, and depending on your interactions, you end up meeting one of... Oh, well, you can be male or female, but you end up meeting maybe, like, one of eight people. Uh-huh. 
and uh, whether or not you're successful enough to go back to them to a place, like you, your your game can end pretty much straight away if they if they don't like you. Um, but uh, in which case, you leave the dome feeling sexually uh, defeated and unsatisfied, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you think about you know like what what more you could have done, um, but the thing is that in terms of the actual sexual encounters themselves, only about two of the females ones is positive. The rest are like this grim grim reality of having a one night stand with a man because like most of them is either there's rape there's a uh, you weren't very good, so I'm just going to do something to you, which I, I suppose that's in a way rape in itself, but, you know, after consent. Um, and uh, then there's the grimmer ones where you, <laughs> you're, you're, the person that you're having sex with dies while you're on top of them after ODing on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know... <laughs> and... In which case you think, oh yeah, maybe maybe I should go go security or something. But the moment that you realize he's dead, your character just leaves. Like she literally goes goes out to the elevator, goes down to her car, and drives away, and hopes that there was no footage of her on the security cameras. Um, I'm told. Oh, I'm told. I, I believe. Like I'm pretty sure I've played the scenario, but I can't remember it very well. Where you actually get murdered as well. <laughs> oh man, so, that game was all sunshine, huh? Yeah, and uh, there, like there's only, like of the positive ones for the women. There's like one which is like you know it was a successful one night stand. You had fun. He had fun. You're never gonna see each other again. And then the uh, other one is just basically we're in love forever. We're gonna get married and everything. Uh, the men, uh, they do also have rather grim s- scenarios as well, but I think it's only like maybe three of the eight are all that negative. So. Right, right. Um. So he doesn't, the, the guy who wrote it doesn't just hate women, but he really hates women. <laughs> I see. Well, maybe it's a good thing I didn't play that game. Uh, <laughs> if you, dear listeners, played that game, leave us a comment and what you thought. And did you think it was hot? Um, uh, any more sort of uh, sort of like um, text adventure slash interactive fiction? Yes, erotic titles. I, and I, I, uh, I only started playing these the other day. Okay. Um, the first one that I'll mention will be well, actually, this one actually isn't a text adventure. It's a really early like gay gay title called Butt Slam. Oh God, yes. I've seen yeah, I've seen so, that one. Yeah, did you play it or did no, you just watch No, watch I, my I, I have seen only screenshots on the abandonware website. Yeah. And that well, was enough for me because it looks hilarious. Well, that literally is the entire game. Okay. I see now. It's a two, it's it's a two-player game where uh, you one person is running away from the other because one has a really big butt, and the other one has a 15-inch dick. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, it, That's so, it, right? <laughs> yeah, so it, and, and the game literally ends if, if 
player one, who is the guy with the big dick, gets the guy with the big butt. Right. And uh, there's just this... Like, I, I even posted it on Twitter. It's just this screenshot of, like, the penetration, and there's just this <laughs> this little poop between them now. It, does, it doesn't make any sense! But probably the most kinky thing about it is the instruction on the screen, because it actually <laughs> talks about the whole... Uh, it, it talks about, like, what is actually going on. But, and it's like, oh, Brad was new in town, and then he met Fred. Fred had a 15-year-old, uh, not a 15-year-old, had a 15-inch dong that made people tremble when they saw it. <laughs> uh, that sounds hilarious. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, so, and that was literally the game, and I was just like, wow, you know, that's kind of disappointing from a game called Butt Slam. I mean, I suppose the butt slamming did happen. Right. But, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, for, for a name that evocative, I would have expected a little more. Grow up, Butt Slam, come <laughs> back to me when you have full, Im- you know, animation. Butt Slam um, 2. Butt it, Slam 2. It's coming. <laughs> That's a subtitle. <laughs> uh, okay, so what else? Um, uh, I'm just trying to think. There was oh, there's of course Susan, um, which I think Susan. I think it's Essential Adventure. It's it's one of the two. Basically, this actually comes with. No, I wouldn't call it grim, but the most pathetic disclaimer at the beginning, where it's like, I wrote a game about Susan, a woman I know in real life that. I've never oh. been able to get with. Yeah, I okay. Have, yeah. So what do I you do with it. Susan in that game, dare I ask? Well, let me let me just finish the disclaimer. Okay. I have given Susan a full printout of the game, and she has approved it for, dis- for distribution. Oh, so maybe not too bad, then. Well, I actually... It's really difficult. I, I, I couldn't finish it. But basically, it's you get you get a whole group of things for Susan, and then give Susan the items, and then you hope to get a bit further with her. Like the first thing is that you go and see her, and then she's like, "I need coke. I'm so thirsty." So of course, like to get a coke, you must leave your house, uh, leave Susan's house, go all the way to your house, go into your fridge, and get that. Right. And then you return, and she's happy with that, and then then she. <laughs> Then you try and kiss her, and she's like, I don't want to kiss. You're not wearing a condom. That's how it works, people. That's what I've learned yeah. in life. The, the only place to get a Coke is in your fridge, obviously. And kissing without condoms, I think they teach something like that in, something about it in school, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. I yeah. see. I see. That's that's another title I've never, I've never yeah. played. But basically, I couldn't find the condom. Like, I found a rusty crowbar in a city <laughs> dumpster. I, uh, there, for some reason, there was a construction site, um, next to my house uh-huh. that I entered and then I got lost in. Like, I literally could not get out of this maze. And, uh, I, I, I've tried to play it like three or four times to see if there's anything I could have missed, but I, I I can't do it. I need a walkthrough, and I can't find one. It's so hard to find walkthroughs for really early porn games. I feel your pain. Yeah. All right. And then... Yes. The last one... Oh, no, not the last one, but another one I tried was called Granny's Place. 
Oh. Which is apparently a uh, an amazing a, title. It's an amazing title, especially when the next part of it is like Granny's Place, a very warm and comforting place for a man with tight balls. <laughs> Best subtitle ever. Yeah. So basically, it's a uh, it's a brothel, um, but it's really empty. Like you know, like you walk around. It's not full of grannies. Really... No, it's not full of grannies. I actually never met sure. Granny. I tried to find her, but uh, the most I found was uh, there was a woman called Fifi that I found, uh-huh. and uh, I was like, talk to Fifi. I can't talk to Fifi. <laughs> this is like, and then so like, I was trying to touch her. I was trying to kiss her. I was just trying to see how I could interact with her, and like nothing was working, so I just said, fuck Fifi. And then it's like, you and Fifi, you know, you know, get into the business, and you know, it's just like, oh my god! Oh yeah, it says you, you like it, it says like yeah. What is it? You post the screenshot. It's like you do it to her; she does it to you. Every which way but <laughs> loose. Uh, like, what's well, a bit of a tame, tame kind of description for for mean? an explicit game called yeah. Granny's Castle? Uh, Granny's Granny's place. Palace Place, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't care. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. That was that. What I tried last night uh, was called the drive-in, where your friend um, has set you up with a blind date to go to <laughs> to go to go to the drive-ins with this woman, and like pretty much you're like just like so. You, the first thing you need to do is turn on the radio and then take out the the loudspeaker from the the drive-in and drop it outside, and then you have to try and swoon this woman and. It was just, like, bizarre, because I tried talking to her, and then it says, you can't talk to the girlfriend, the girlfriend doesn't speak. (laughs) Oh, man. So, and then, so I was just like, you know, oh, kiss her hand, and she liked that, how gallant, yes. But if I tried to touch her shoulder, she was like, you are a weird one, aren't you? Interesting. Yeah, and it's like... Obviously, it wanted me to take off her shirt, but every time I tried to do it, it's it was saying there wasn't enough room, but I couldn't take her anywhere else. So, I don't know. Hmm. That's just the drive-ins. If anyone can actually solve that, let me know so that I can actually see if anything kinky came out of it. I really doubt it. Like, a lot of these early ones, they're not particularly explicit. Right. Like... I think Butt Slam was the most explicit, and that was just the instructions. Also, also the most explicit title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Butt Slam. Uh, um, Butt Slam. I would like to cover a bunch of, like, really shitty games that have, yep, go uh, ahead. have nudity in it. Well, first, the game that I'd, I'd like to cover is actually a game that I've been on record saying that I like, actually. Um, mostly because it comes from one of my favorite developers. Uh, that's Cocktail Visions uh, Geisha, um, which uh, you know they had a bunch of uh, erotic titles uh, designed by a woman, uh, uh, yes. M- Muriel Trami. Um, that's one of the first ones, and it's I will count it as because we decided we're not really going to talk or until later. I guess we're not going to mention sort of the not porny games, but in Geisha kind of falls into that thing where it's not an adventure game. Um, it's just a bunch of weird arcade, almost impossible mini games 
yeah. some more arcadey, some more adventure, and combine this really surreal plot with some sexy art in there. Uh, cocktail vision style. I was really, yeah, I was really kind of hoping for more after that intro because I was like, yeah, this could be interesting. And the then intro I was just is like, the best part. Oh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's a bunch of mini games. Uh, in the beginning of the game the doctor some doctor combines a woman and the robot um and then you sort of chase after that robot to Wait, so so she so she survived? I didn't get that bit. Yeah, no, like... she survived and then kind of to because... get to get you got to solve that's when it makes no sense because you have to sort of solve those puzzles to get closer to her and the and the uh, the villain, uh, the Labricious Dragon, um, and yeah, they just play those mini games. And there's also our adventure game bits, which uh, basically you're given one shot at, and if you screw them up, you don't. You're gonna put the game in an invincible state until later, uh, that you will not realize. Yeah. So you're just gonna you know put yourself in a dead end. Uh, the art is nice. Uh, that's version. Yeah, I'll give it that. Is an <laughs> I mean, it's cocktail vision, so that's basically yeah. what the art is. It's sometimes it's really cartoony, sometimes, but you know, there's some sexy bits, some some nudity, some breasts here and there, and you know, it's 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 it just it's not really kink. I mean, uh, it's just weird. It's a weird game because it's a fucking French game. Uh, so yeah. I, I will say for anybody who likes weird games, I would recommend it. It's certainly not a game that you would want to play. Like I once contemplated streaming it drunk, uh, and <laughs> I would have probably ended up. It's very frustrating. The some of the arcade bits are, are almost impossible. So that's one of those titles. But I would, I, I think it deserves its place in in history as an early cocktail vision title, which is just yeah. just as weird as as most of their games, just not as polished or playable. Mm. I'd say uh, another one on that list is the, the, the one of the games that time forgot. Please don't look that game up. But uh, it's it's a game called uh, Immoral Combat. Uh, I tried to find it. I couldn't find it. Yeah, it's. But did you at least find screenshots? I did. Yeah. Okay. So. That's what it looks like. Um, I think there's even a clip on YouTube. I think uh, uh, that you could see to see what it plays like. But it's a. Uh, basically a wolfenstein clone with uh it's 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 all black and white and uh you fight breasts and penises and 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 butts and (laughs) your weapons are just about the same you just go all over the place uh ejaculating on things and uh it's just about a silly and and as it sounds but it's not really fun it's not a good first person shooter and it's not really titillating for yeah. for the reasons. If you do look up videos or screenshots, um, you you will you will see why. So, thank goodness my, that game disappeared. Though, yeah. yeah, yeah. My query though is that if you are ejaculating on other dicks, like that just doesn't, in terms of you know the sex part of it, it'd be like, wait, what? Well, you're supposed to be defeating them, right? I don't know what that, that game. Yeah. I don't know who <laughs> made that game. I don't know why somebody made that game, and I'm just glad. Uh, I mean, I know about it, but uh, I'm uh, like me and like five other people. So I mean, <laughs> now probably more. I'm just I'm not doing that game. I, I should be burying that game, not talking about it on a podcast. But it but it does <laughs> exist. So. Uh, let's move on to another title that time forgot. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's it's Dan Dome, 
um, which is a platformer starring a naked dude with a huge dick uh, that looks like somebody made it in like fifth grade. Um, That's about all I can say about it. Uh, There isn't much to, to talk about. Also, I guess moving slightly on, I think from mostly from our friendly country, Germany, we have a bunch of those weird management games where now they become actual games with like cartoon yes. porn and occasionally digitized thing. There's a bunch of them. There's one called Dime City. Yeah, which I actually probably would play. Dead. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's kind of like it's basically like Mad TV. Um, yeah, and there's I, that... I don't really like Mad TV. Yeah, Mad TV. Really, it's a bit difficult. Yeah, I just wish it wouldn't crash so much. Yeah, and um, there's another one that I didn't put on the list, but uh, uh, Richard Cobbett actually did a crapshoot on it. I forget, something with a B, but you run a hospital. Uh, oh, yeah, Same yeah. thing, but all those games, essentially, to me, the one that really stands out is is not for DOS, but it's the one that, that hit it big, and I think around 97, is Wet, the, the Sexy Empire which is the first Lula game, which was exactly yeah. the same thing, just a shitty management game with cartoon porn and, and FMV. And I, that game got really, really big, at least where I was from and in most of other European countries, enough to spawn quite a few different genre sequels, and Lula as a, as a character became famous. But that's not for DOS, and it was a crap fucking game. It was just awful fucking game. I don't know what people... Maybe Dime City is actually probably the most playable out of all of them. Uh, but yeah. yeah, nobody played those games until that one, and I don't know why people played that one to begin with. So <laughs> that is it for those management games. They're, they're almost they're almost exclusively distributed in in Germany because most of them are made in Germany. Uh, and I think Mad CV is actually a German game, right? Isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. So uh, there's that. Anything else before we move on to games that are like even less porny? Well, I thought maybe we could talk about the visual novel style. Yes, oh, okay. There's, there's not much to actually say about that. It's yeah. pretty much all the same thing. It's a harem game. If you get the right solutions, you get some see some nudity. Although, because they're all like, you know, the Japanese. Yeah, it's just um, like hentai, sort of, sort of they all look like an- yeah, anim- animated GIFs. Animated GIFs with uh, censored vaginas. They're all the same. There's been, they're still being made, and they're kind of the same from DOS. There's a, there's a handful of them for DOS that are famous, and eventually they went on to make just just as many uh, uh, f- for Windows. And uh, but uh, yeah. they're always sort of like high res- high resolution, bright colored, kind of like really like limited palette, but limited animation, and always some kind of really crazy plots, multiple women, yeah. sex changes, and I don't know. Is there like occasional occasional incest? I don't know. Just all the same shit. It's like I I yeah. again limited uh, language barrier. I guess it was another reason. Yeah. Well, that the same thing happens even like because when they just tra- translated, most of the time you're like, what? Wait, what are we talking about? Yeah, it's really. I don't it's think really that's tough. quite been. You yeah, know, done not correctly. well translated, but also I didn't know. Plus, I find those types of. I'm sorry to all the people who have listened to that are into. Visual novels or, or, de- or design. No, just design. You know, visual novels doesn't have to be, like, adult. Yeah, I played quite a few that, yeah. that weren't. Uh, I just don't like those sort of games. They bore me. So 
uh and also needless to say those kind of like it's not it's, to me that's not my thing like sort of like animated gifs of of japanese cartoons and and visual novels that make no sense uh and are boring i just never played those i do know that they exist and that's the reason why they preserved because it's kind of like a the visual novel is like a niche genre in in general so people who are into that thing sort of try to preserve as many titles of that uh, which there are quite a few as as i've said yeah I mean, like, there's there's three of them that I'm aware of for DOS era. Right. Well, at least those are the ones that are translated, like Seasons of Sakura, Three Sisters Story, True Love. Mm -hmm. Uh, True Love's probably the one that I played the most just because it was, like, the smallest in size that I could download. Right. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, they're all the same. If you're into that sort of stuff, you you might as well check it out. Basically, if you played any recent... Uh, visual novels uh, just go back just out of interest to see what they look like back then and you'll be surprised to find out that they didn't look yeah. that much different they're pretty much identical they were always kind of bigger downloads too despite the fact that they didn't really have much content I couldn't ever figure out why but maybe it's well, a high resolution yeah. in the art uh, uh, yeah it's basically all the art that's yeah. all the different art and the animation with it um, and they kind of play hand in hand with the JRPGs like well, yeah, well, well, those, uh, you know, JRPGs I would actually like to bring up. There's there's two very notable JRPG English language releases that are, uh, that go sort of against our topic. They're, it's sort of just turns out that they're kind of good games with really heavy erotic elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big one, the 1992's uh, Cobra Mission. Um, yeah. which has uh, a, a known as the first uh, hentai game that's translated into uh, English. Have you played that game or watched like a Let's Play or anything? Uh, I played it like maybe I was about 14 when I played that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's kind of faded out of my memory. But I, I feel the same way about the next one as well. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Next one probably is not so much. But Cobra Mission is actually this really... JRPG light. Um, it's really easy to play, and you're this guy. Uh, also, actually, I think one of the early examples of cursing in games as well, because there's some cursing. Like on occasion, like you get the crap kicked out of, and he was oh, like, yeah. "Oh shit!" Or like assholes. I think they called somebody. Like he got in the beginning of the game, he got bunched by jumped by a bunch of people, and you go to meet the girl. She's like, "Why are you so beat up?" And he's like, "I got jumped by a bunch of assholes," or something like that, or like I got the shit kicked out of me. Something like really. Um, loose, uh, but yeah, you're that that you're like a a guy uh, in Cobra City, um, fighting against the thugs that took over the city. You have this female companion who follows you everywhere. You sort of have this uh, sexually tense banter going back and forth, and the battle is really easy because all you do is just click on 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 still pictures. It's very distinctly JRPG, high resolution graphics, uh, cool music. It's actually a fun game to play just because it's so easy, but it's also unlike anything Western uh, sort of gaming created. And on occasion, the porn elements come in rather heavy, not just with all the, you know, it's mostly just like a, a naughty adventure game, basically. Um, yeah. But there are some heavy porn elements where you actually have to have sex with girls. <laughs> That's when you send your female companion to wait or something, which is always weird. It's like, oh, leave or whatever. Just wait here. Yeah. And then you, instead of fighting, you, you you get to sort of the body part clicking. Uh, um, I wouldn't... Yeah, really, well... I mean, it is it porny. Actually- like, I'm not gonna yeah. not going to lie. Like, it, it's, it has those sort of explicit anime... 
uh, images, I guess hentai images, and um, you know, like a point system based on that and stuff. But the majority, you can't separate the two. You can't. They're sort of they're so intertwined. But the majority of the game is not actually that. Uh, it's yeah. more exploring in the proper sort of JRPG fashion. Uh, I've actually seen the game ported over into a Flash version. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I'm actually not sure where it, ca- like, you know, who, who hosts it or anything, but basically, like, a while ago, I was interested in just, like, you know, playing the, M- like, a whole heap of the MNF games, and it was included in the Flash of that torrent that I downloaded. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, hey, I know this game. <laughs> so, yeah, if you can find it, you don't have to worry about dealing with the DOS version, I guess. Hmm, interesting. I didn't know that. But also, the American version is actually, uh, uh, from what I understand, is different to the Japanese version. So I'm not really sure what the differences are because I only played the American version. But it's an interesting game. That's actually the game that I would recommend. Because uh, yeah. it, it's funny. It's not like... Even though it is porny, it's not, like, gross. I mean, it's all no. kind of really jokey. So yeah, it, 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 it doesn't take itself seriously, which is really really nice. So it's never it's never creepy. It's it's more just like bafflingly stupid sometimes, uh, on on purpose. So it's all just like a big joke. It's like a it's it's almost like a JRPG parody. Um, but be aware that there is some 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 semi well not not semi like explicit animated images in there images, so, so yeah. that's that's really about as much it's not it's more like a almost a naughty adventure uh yeah. and then a couple of years after that there's another big one uh uh called uh knights of uh, uh zentar zentar which actually technically it's knights of zentar 3 because there was two more well, earlier it's not, in the japanese it, it was called versions. something else right like it's 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 a bigger a game, it's like something warriors, and it would be like three, yeah. three knights of Zentar. Yeah, it's like a subtitle that it took, but they only translated that one game out of the whole series. Or no, I think later on there's there's more, there's more of the ones that mm. get translated into English, but they're not actually porny, surprisingly, because uh, they stopped yeah. doing that. So, uh, but that's part of that. Uh, I'm not familiar with JRPG, so uh, don't hold me to any of this information I just said. But <laughs> but I think I'm I'm somewhat correct. I think it's from a long running yeah. JRPG series, which also later on had English entries in it. But that's the first one, and that's another very interesting title where it's I think it's even less porny than than Cobra Mission, but in, yeah, the, in a but different at the same time, way. Even, even yes. so, it's it's, it's like it's also it can get pretty weird. Um, yeah, it, uh, yeah. It, it it's explicit in in those kind of bafflingly, uh, I don't know, avert it's got a lot of, avert um, ways. Yeah, it's got a lot of fairy tale references. Yes, uh, but it also has surprisingly as, as as for porn. It also I think it has the parent whatever mode where you can enable it and it actually becomes either not porny at all or a lot less porny. Uh, mm. I think it has some kind of a parental control but as a game itself it's also a pretty cool jrpg which also doesn't take itself seriously and yeah also, I, that's what i really enjoyed playing it. and it, was it a joy. even makes fun of jrpg tropes um which i enjoy a lot because I, i'm not a fan of jrpgs so yeah. it's funny to play the game that's that's uh that doesn't take itself seriously while still actually 
you know, it's 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 a very solid game. You know, as I said before, it's it's an, one of the entries to a long running JRPG franchise, I guess. So uh, they knew what they were doing, and then there's some just explicit material here and there. Uh, yeah. on top which can and be this it, can be quite yeah, shocking some sometimes it's it's really weird um more weird than shocking i guess it, it depends yeah. on on how you process that sort of stuff i mean i've still got uh i've still got like one of the gifts just like it's brandished <laughs> in my mind for all time yeah. now they, all, they uh, kind of come out of nowhere and hit you over the head with with most yeah. of those things you don't see them coming in that sort of cutesy uh, 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 RPG, but yeah, I would say be aware of that one. But I would actually recommend both of those games, um, mm. mostly because they're just good games. They're good sort of JRPGs. There's not that many of those on 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 DOS to begin with. So, and hey, if you wanna if you wanna go with like you know if you don't even play the game and just wanna see how dirty it is, if you get the copy from I think it's Old Games SK, they have the uh, photo gallery available straight away. Oh, excellent. But I would Sorry. say play those games for actually their oh, yeah, their, their their gameplay value. Not they're not so. Just be aware that they're porny. But I think in my like personally, I would recommend them as games more than anything anything else. Yeah. So what else? Anything else you have to add today? Uh, not fr- oh, well, there's the Brad Stallion games. Oh but... yes. Oh fuck! I almost <laughs> the, the the less said about those games, the better. Really, pretty much. Uh, there's there's the trilogy. Well, it's actually not a trilogy, but it's a trilogy on DOS because only three games came out came out for DOS. Yeah. I, I I actually find myself very disappointed in it because like I I didn't only pl- play them the other day, yeah. but um, I actually had we had a, a CD that was called Game Solutions Two, which basically was. It was a DOS version of uh, of the UHS system, mm-hmm. which now I'm just sort of like, wow, oh my god, I've got a piece of history or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't, because like, like, some of them I was just like, oh, what games do we have like the questions for? Because, you know, maybe it's something that I'll want to get. And I kept seeing the Brad Stallion ones, and I was just like, this sounds like it's an amazing game. Like, I want to know more. And then like playing it, I was just like, what the? What yeah, is this? it's kind <laughs> of uh, what was this? Uh, what was the uh, company's name? First, first choice was it? No, not first choice. Or was it first choice? I don't remember. But basically, uh, this company, which that company, I guess, comprised maybe of one or two people, um, yeah. released a trilogy of those games from '88 to 1990, and they were Sex Vixens from Space, uh, Planet of Lust, and probably the most famous on on DOS, at least, Sex Olympics. At least in my opinion, like Sex Olympics seems yeah, to be a, more prominent on like um, BBSs and websites than the other two, and for good reason too, because the first two are really shitty, and uh, well, I mean they're all shitty, but the first two <laughs> like were really similar and kind of very, very, very basic, um, and then Sex Olympics kind of has better graphical fidelity, but it's also they're all just those terrible adventure games. Um, oh, that are damn near impossible to play. Uh, you would need a walkthrough uh, to actually get anywhere in those games, at least in my opinion. And since I didn't have walkthroughs back then, uh, I never got far in any of them. But they're incredibly frustrating. And again, they look like they've been like the the art. For a lot of times, feels like it's been made by like a fifteen year old. So. Yeah. Um, they're they're slightly better on different platforms, but it, but I didn't know that at the time. I mean, all I had to 
all I had is were DOS versions, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to talk about them? Not really. <laughs> yeah. Like it, like I said, like from the from the us, it actually sounded really interesting. Like it would be like really involved, and then like you know, like kiss the girl. Like literally, the word smooch shows up on the screen. Yeah, it's yeah. They're not very uh, creative, and uh, I don't know, not very porny either. It's just like this weird, just weird combination of elements that don't work at all. That's yeah. that's really my impression. Of oh, but if you're games. feeling if you're feeling tense, just jerk off. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anything else we we've forgotten? The Adventures of Melbourne Freebush, but I kind of want to forget that experience. Yeah. Forget <laughs> that we ever mentioned that title. Don't go look it up. It's sh- yeah. it's a shitty adventure that shouldn't even exist. It's most definitely not a fun 3D adventure. No, the title screen no, said no. It's like a shitty Sierra ripoff, but not not anywhere near even close. I mean, fucking the worst Hugo trilogy game is is like a masterpiece of everything. Oh yeah, compared to, to that one. I, I will give it the the distinction of having the absolute worst walk cycle I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs> not even just like the shape of his body, but just like how he actually walks. He like. It's kind of like he's doing the the Hitler troop walk. <laughs> it, it is not good. That is not how people walk. That's pretty hilarious. Well, this is it. Uh, see, see, as dear listeners, as as you have heard, we pretty much covered uh, every almost. If we left something out, it's probably because it's not worth our attention. But we just uh, or in, it's not dull. Yeah, in this short time, we covered pretty much all the titles. Um, that, that features some kind of a explicit erotic content for DOS. As you can tell, it wasn't wasn't many. It's not like today, where you can just... Uh, porn just flows freely. Uh, back in the day, we had to settle for those mostly below-average games. Those hilarious Som- games. Sometimes hilarious. We were lucky if they're hilarious, but mostly they're just, <laughs> they're just bad, unfortunately. So uh, that's what the promise of even a little bit of titillation... <laughs> d- d- delivered. People bought those games. People actually bought those games. People paid money. <laughs> I mean, I never did, thank God. But somebody yeah, had to pay for know. those games for him to get pirated. And I- I- I'm sure in some cases they were even successful or something or other. Try, uh, just, I'd say, out of the personal interest, with the exception of those games that we actually recommended playing, uh, look up all those titles, like screenshots and whatever, just to see what we had to put up with <laughs> back in the day. Um, and if you've played any other games uh, that we forgot to mention, please leave us a comment. We'll gladly um, read and check out more uh, titles from from that area. I always want to know more. Of course. I mean, it is a piece of history. Again, everything's worth preserving, yeah. except for maybe... The Adventures of Melbourne Freebush. <laughs> yeah, with the exception of that one, you know, uh, which has been preserved online. So now it's permanently there. Everything has its place in history. Uh, especially, I guess, when we have to describe that period to our grandchildren and, and whoever to who will not understand why those things ever existed but there we are that's why this podcast exists now so we can tell those stories personally well um thank you very much uh well thank you for being this here was fun. this was fun i even just had fun like being like i haven't played this for a while maybe i should play it again i know right like, like just 
revisiting playing a whole heap of them in a row right but it's like it's it's almost like jumping into a time machine of sorts because again you wouldn't think of playing those games now but like revisiting them puts you back at least to me that's what like replaying interactive girls club girls club games especially like puts me almost back in that sort of time period Oh my god, it does. It puts me back into, like, my high school, like, high school uniform in, like, hiding in the corner of the library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an experience. So, uh, uh, if you have played those games, uh, try revisiting them, too, and see what happens. I, I would like to hear about it. Well, young lady, thank you, uh, for being a guest on my podcast. Before we part, do you want to, uh, sort of tell the listeners where they can find you online? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at www.twitter.com forward slash Rizolka. Um, I also have, well, I, I suppose my old uh, website, Rizolka.com, still there. Half the videos don't work because of the whole blip shut down, a whole heap of things, and I haven't gone back to it. But uh, if you enjoy uh, games... Games. Who doesn't enjoy games that, that, that listens to this podcast? <laughs> Hopefully, um, everybody. Oh my god! I, yeah. I, if you don't enjoy games and you're listening to this, shut the shit off and go do something with your life. I don't know <laughs> you. Oh uh, no! Everybody's welcome. I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, the games company that I'm kind of trying to get started is called www.reventuregames.com. We are working on a spiritual successor to Laura Burr called Lorna Baines, where she's poor. And yeah, um, and other things. But also, uh, we're currently about to put out a new game that cribs off uh, Eagle Eyes Mysteries, which is just, it's an, ex- it's, uh, what's it called? Um, a coding exercise for me, really. <laughs> um, but the idea of that is I'm actually going to open it for the story suggestions to the community, including, like, you know, like, the silly things that would actually you'd probably see in Eagle Eyes Mysteries to, like, the more hardcore stuff, like stories about abuse or rape. I'm sure someone's going to want to write that to be like, I want to see, like, these chil- um, children characters deal with that. Hmm. Well, there you, there you have it. <laughs> all you people are sick puppies, and I love every single one of you. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> That's the pitch. You heard yeah. it here. yeah. That pretty much is my my whole raison d'etre. I like porn games. I like kids games. Let's put them together. Only makes sense. Uh, yeah. Well, alrighty. And if you, dear listeners, if any of you have a good topic for DOS podcast, please contact me or on Twitter or anywhere else. Anywhere you can search for DOS Nostalgia, you can reach me and uh, let me know what your topic is. And you could be here as well talking about it for a historical benefit. Hopefully. Alrighty. Well, um... We are the Museum of DOS. Yes. We are. We need one. I don't know. We don't have one, but we're, we're, we're working on building one. At least a virtual <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, alrighty. Well, uh, uh, thank you, uh, Natalie, for for being a guest on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, thank you uh, to all of you listening, and uh, uh, hopefully we'll hear each other again on the, uh, another episode of the Das Nostalgia podcast. Remember your roots. Goodbye.